But I'm Tish. We're back. Hello. Hello, Jacob. Hello, Glenn. How's it going? <laughs> Dude, it's good. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen you. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Dude, how's your day going? Yeah, it's all right. I went for a walk this morning. That was nice. Yeah? Um. Oh. Yeah, oh. Tell me about your yeah. walk. You told me you saw a standoff on your walk. Oh, Explain. I saw a standoff. Yeah, we were walking back to the car, and... Uh... <clears throat> Um, Olivia saw this frog, like, roll down, like, there's a small mound of dirt. She saw, like, a toad roll down to the bottom of it. She's like, what's going on? Frog, now you're saying toad? Sorry, it was a toad. Okay, honestly, I don't know which it was, but I'm going with toad. Listen, it was an amphibian. That doesn't matter. It hopped. And uh, it had some big eyes. It was cool looking. <laughs> Bingo. Um, <laughs> all I need. <laughs> but yeah, so we walked over. We saw the frog. The frog wasn't moving at all. But it was like, you know, on its legs. And then, I guess I'm going with frog instead of toad. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Keep you on your toads. <laughs> And then there's like a gardener snake um, on top of it, kind of wrapped around a little bit, a uh, like a a root from a fallen over tree. Now, and it was like staring. Snake... Oh, okay. Go ahead. Okay. What's what's your question? Well, well did, did it have like a straw hat and pitchfork? <laughs> no, that was a. Uh, it actually had a little hut with like a little campfire next to it, and the pitchfork oh, was leaning up against its hut. Oh, showcase it, okay. All right, oh, awesome. Go on. <laughs> out of its hut. Saw yeah. Working hat. Going yeah. Food. So uh, originally we thought maybe the snake had attacked the frog to try to eat it because it was just like it was staring kind of at the frog and also at us because we were like standing kind of in line with the frog. Uh-huh. And we were just watching and neither of them were moving. We thought the frog may have been dead. <laughs> and it made snake sick. Yep. <laughs> It's a vegetarian. And then we decide this snake is way too small to eat this frog, probably. You know, it's like <laughs> a fucking garter snake. It's not gonna eat really this like fairly large frog. How big was a frog? Like fist size? Uh, a little smaller than fist size, but okay. you know, a gardener snake, it wasn't much it was probably as thick or thinner than my like index finger or something. Okay, so it's a small oh. gardener. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty, it was longer than my, but thickness wise, not that thick. Okay. So I would have been surprised if snake had tried to eat the frog. So we decided that the frog must have tried to attack the snake. And the snake <laughs> had like attacked it in defense, you know? Right, right, right. Because <clears throat> so here's, here's, it's an amphibian reptile war, is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Discovered here. Because that's, that's out of character for Frog Toad. <laughs> try, to, try to eat a snake. They, you know, they're normally eating, like, flies or, like, you know, ugly things. Oh, that's true. You, you got them. Yeah, we found a war, a secret yeah. amphibian reptile war. You stumble on something here, man. I, I bet yeah. you, you, if you opened that frog thing's mouth, you would have found, like, a little, like, 
pebble or or stick stuck to the end of his little tongue there. Dude, yeah. oh, here's the thing, you know? We so they are trying to keep it secret then because we started walking away and the snake like slowly slithered away from the frog. But like slowly. I thought it was gonna like circle back around, but it just went away. Um <laughs> and then so we're like, okay, let's check out the frog. We, we thought it was dead and we got close to it and started hopping away. You know? And then <laughs> we tried following it because we thought we saw like a weird white thing on its leg. We thought maybe the snake attacked it there. So it had like a white mark for some reason, but kept popping right. away. So clearly it's trying to keep something secret. This is, this is, definitely, this is definitely a fact. This is a reality we've discovered. Either there's, there's one of two things that happened there, Jacob. Either, either they fought to a still and the frog forced the snake to surrender and they, they entered a stalemate and parted ways. Or, or they noticed you and were like, shit, we can't let them on. We can't yeah, let them on. All right, let go. Because as much as they despise the each other, they both right. have the common, the common interest <laughs> of keeping it a secret. <laughs> that's, that's key because <laughs> the snake gets the humans on, on its side, and the snake knows, okay, if the toad frog monster gets humans on their side, they, they have, the amphibians have the advantage. Mm -hmm. and since they both know that they can't communicate to you it's completely reliant on whether or not you're sympathetic to one over the other right purely based on visuals (laughs) interesting yeah good find (laughs) yep so i think i'll uh, never speak of that again yeah no i think i'll just let them be their thing i think we got enough going on in the world right now we don't need to get involved in a we got Secret enough on war. our plate. <laughs> I like that. I like that's very. Oh my god, I'm yawning. That's very noble. <laughs> that's very noble of you. Oh, thank you. Uh, well, dude, what a well. So then, let's never talk about this again. I think I'm on your. I'm on your page. So, cool. m- moving on. <laughs> I completely forgot what the topic was that we were gonna open with. <laughs> Oh, um, we're going to talk about Avatar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, so fucking Avatar, the last Fangbender, right? Yeah, I think you got that right. No, I think it's Fang. I think, what it's are the a, four it's elements? It's, it's Fang, um, Slimy Goop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Fang, Slimy Goop, Sea Sludge, oh, and Pudge. Sludger. Yes. <laughs> Sludge and Pudge are very similar. A lot of them, a lot of people get those confused, but they're very, they're very different. Distinct difference. Sludge is external. Pudge is internal. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. (laughs) Distinction to make. Um, it's about a young boy who, yeah, he's a vampire and wields his fangs. Uh, when you were a kid, did you watch that? Like, because I remember when I was a kid, I like my brother and I like make like a thing of it you know it's like okay it's avatar night like night of the week Dude, yeah gonna watch so i did not get the channel that that uh oh. i didn't have nickelodeon but my grandparents did so i remember sometimes when we would watch tv while we were just hanging out at their house avatar would be on and we would watch it and i thought it was the coolest thing ever but i was like never there frequently enough to like catch all the episodes you know? uh, that is too bad mm-hmm 
Dude, that show. People, people say that this show is like the best. Um, it's like one of the greatest animated shows ever, ever designed, ever, ever crafted. And I wholeheartedly agree. You finished it like you watched every episode. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I finished it like a few days ago. It's my second time watching all of it. I watched it my freshman year. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Nice. So you've seen it all before. Yeah. 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 I've seen it all before. Uh, dude, <laughs> isn't that an excellent show? Like, this is literally just going to be us gushing about fucking Avatar being so Oh, for cool. sure. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I love it. I think it's great. I've I've watched that show all the way through probably like six times at least. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah, well, because when I... You know what? Definitely more than that. It, well, no, if we're not saying... <laughs> we're not, if, we're not, if we're not saying like sequentially then for sure i've seen every episode like when i was a kid i watched them all when they came out and then like on the weekends when they would do reruns i'd fucking watch them (laughs) like Mm -hmm. i would just like i absorbed that world so much i loved that world it was so neat yeah it's such a cool world well it's the settings are really interesting the kid but it's like Mm -hmm. it's the characters dude like they explore like if you really pay attention to it like if you if you look at it as like an adult now i guess one thing i've noticed is the books each book each element is representative i think of like a different aspect of one's personality that's like in important to like as your um oh no oh no oh no we lost jacob see this is the problem when we do podcasts remotely <laughs> is the Hold connection on. Yeah, I lost connection. I you said it was the characters and they explore and then you cut out. Oh, well, the books, uh each like chapter, e- each book in each season, each element, mm-hmm. they seem to explore like you know, if you like if you're pre-adolescence and like, you know, like between like 8 and 10, like that that show is so good to watch at that age cuz it's like it has all these really, you know, important messages about like Mm-hmm. how to how to be a person like like each element represents like different like for example like the water is like passivity like how important it is to be like passive and like mm-hmm. you know not not passive in like a apathetic way but like hey sometimes life throws shit at you and you just have to roll with it and flow and like you know like that that whole first season is like like air is like acceptance i feel like like air is all about mm-hmm. like accepting the inevitable like Hey, dude, you've been in, you've been frozen on ice for two hundred years. Everybody you know is dead. There's literally nothing you can do about it. You have to move on. Like you have to learn to get above it and rise above it and like move on with your life. Uh, you you mm-hmm. have to accept these circumstances. And then water is like, okay, yep, you know, as you know, healing, uh, passive passivity, like positive passivity, and that like. You know, the flowing of water, like, letting things run off your back, like, you know, not necessarily, like, avoiding things, but, like, and and sequentially, it makes much sense, like, acceptance of air, like, air as acceptance, I guess, like, water as, like, you know, kind of going with the flow and, like, working with life, and earth being, like, okay, resolution, strength, determination, like, Mm -hmm. you know, when, when you don't back down, when you don't let things slide you know when it's like no i can do something about this and i'm going to do something about this and fire feels like i i haven't gotten all the way through the the last season because i'm rewatching it too uh mm-hmm. but like fire fire feels like 
passion, internal conflict, like coming to terms yeah. with one's soul and then enacting like it's almost like the steps towards like self-efficacy, you know, like self-realization almost. It's mm -hmm. like you deal with all these different elements that are all, you know, the avatar he's like really he's the embodiment of all these different aspects of one's personality. And in like these are important things. And you keep in mind like these people, these characters are learning this stuff sort of through this. Oh yeah, they're and, they're children. So they're just like, you know, they're kind of learning it super quickly, which I think is an interesting idea that they chose to go with. They're at the age that I feel like a lot of the kids that when the show came out, that, that's like the age. And, and if you watch it, like it seems to evolve with them. You know, like the first mm -hmm. season feels like it was geared towards like between eight and 10 years old. And then the last season is like, okay, now you're 13. You know, like now you're 13, 14. You're going to like now like you're hitting puberty. You're going to feel all these weird emotions because they have all the romance episodes. And Zuko, yeah. I mean, like Zuko <laughs> is like a, he's, a, he's an adolescent. Like he's like, what is he, 17 uh, mm -hmm. for most of the show? Uh, so, no, like, no, no, no. He started off as like 16, I think. Yeah. So by the end of it, he's like 16 or 17. Well, the whole show yeah. takes place in a year in, the, in their world, I think. So. Oh yeah, that's right. That's I totally mm -hmm. forgot about that whole like. In any case, they're 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 at stages in your life where you, you know these foundations of like, kind of like really important foundations of how to behave as a person. And it's just like, dude, if I like, if I ever, I mean, I, I don't want to have kids, but like, had I kids, I would totally make them mm -hmm. watch this show. It's it's such a oh, it's yeah. such a good show. Dude, I feel like it it like deals with so many cool issues too, like. Uh... One of my favorite things about the, the last season, uh, book three, is like all the episodes that are like humanizing the Fire Nation. You know, oh, like the, yes. the people who live there. It's like uh, Princess Mononoke. That's like one of my favorite Ghibli films because it does like something just like that. Where it's like you think this yes. Iron Town is like the worst. And then you're like, oh no, they're just trying to survive. You know, and it's like, well, they're they're trying to survive. And it's also it's like, that's the world they've been presented with. You know, it's like, yeah, they are not Fire Lord Ozai. They're not their emperor. They are followers. Mm -hmm. they, they are citizens of an empire. And they are subject to the whims of that empire. It doesn't make them evil. Yeah. Uh, and like they in the in the season, there's like a lot. You can see how they're like brainwashing the population, basically, like with their school. When they visit the school, oh, they like yeah. leave out a bunch of like info that was actually there yeah, like yeah, the yeah. Uh, air nomads not having milk yeah well one of the other things that i love about that that is like again it's another like important thing for like a, a young mind to have in, in it floating around and it's there i guess like floating around in, the, in a young person's mind is like hey don't don't greet every oh, dude i feel like there's something like miss miss like my brothers are gonna hear me say this and like crucify me but i feel like this <laughs> is something like miss 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 stall told us about like meeting the unknown with like formality and kindness hey i don't know you and i don't know anything about you mm -hmm. you know internally you could be a different person i shouldn't you know, you shouldn't you should not you should approach every person you meet or every like entity with a level of formality and and kindness e even if you don't like you know, like, you know, like, if I see somebody wearing a freaking MAGA red hat, it's like, immediately, I'm gonna make a bunch of assumptions about who this person mm -hmm. is. But realistically, I don't actually know that person, you know, it's like, same thing in, in that show. It's like, I mean, to a very different extent, uh, you know, the Fire Nation is actually badass and cool. But, um, <laughs> you know, if, if, if I'm living in that world, and I come across like someone wearing red, 
I can't just assume this person wants to hurt me and kill me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, he's not wearing the uniform. You know, if this play person probably can't even firebend. Like, it, and and then again, it's like I, I, that's why Iroh is my favorite fucking character. Yeah. Oh, of he's course. Just like, there there are so like there are things in that show where I'm like, that's a part of my life. I had no idea. This is definitely where I get it from. Like, like certain like things that I've had to deal with, like school and work, where I'm just like, okay, just let it go. Like, like accept this position or like accept this. Like, the art of like living humbly and like you know just, just for the sake of being alive. Like, not like trying to like become an ambition. You know, like I'm gonna rule the world. Or just like, you know, like the whole when he says the thing about like or bossing say, and now I'm now I'm in the city. Now I'm here. I finally made it through the walls, wearing Earth Nation armor and having a tea shop mm-hmm. you know i'm not a conqueror I'm, I'm a citizen now the the growth that like he just represents like i don't know this like really beautiful way of looking at at life of just like hey you know you know de- deal with, deal with every situation as it comes to you like don't again like don't be apathetic like don't just like lay down and and like say fuck it but like resist mm-hmm. where like I guess the the you know this is like, gonna sound so hippie and weird, but like don't resist where like the universe is directing. <laughs> I just cut you off. What were you gonna say? Um, it's I think feel like Iroh's a big like choose your battles kind of deal, you know? Yeah. Like he will like fight in a hold his ground, but he's not looking to do that. Really. Yeah, like he's not like his brother where he's like I want to take her. He's not like it's not that he's unambitious. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not he's he, you know it's not like he doesn't. Like they they make the whole tea business, you know. Like like he he becomes like the biggest tea guy in Bossing Say. Uh, you know, it's not like he's just doing nothing, but at the same time, you know, it's like, you know, Zuko is like killing himself to get back into his father's eyes, and it's like, yeah, but is that really what you want? The it just the show presents such a like comprehensive and like good way of of viewing the world and. It, it doesn't stick around like it de- like i feel like there's only fire island that's the one episode where i'm like that feels like a filler episode and i de- and, it, and even then it's not even really like they still do a lot of plot development in that show that, in that episode dude like, that, that episode, episode is so like, weird i just i don't get it it's <laughs> that's the one where they're like uh, uh, I, I don't they're trying to get in in the party or something right oh no i'm thinking of, i'm thinking of the one where it's it's zuko's back at home and it's just like the Zuko like royal family crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like uh, Zuko, the sister, May, and Tylee, and they go yeah. on the vacation. Oh, we are. Talking yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. I don't know. That's just like such a weird episode. It is a weird episode because that's that's one that deals a lot with like the romance and mm-hmm. stuff. I feel like that's why I just skipped it. Like I almost never watched. That's my least favorite episode because of that. I don't know why I hate. It's a very like so stereotypical drama. That's exactly it. That's why I didn't like it because it's such a weird beat for that show. Like they, they have romance in the mm-hmm. show, like, but it it's it's fucking cooler and and more. Fl- That's another thing. Like they face these certain like the first episode. <clears throat> Sokka's talking about being a man, and Katara's like, "Fuck off!" <laughs> and like, you know, the, the, like the episode like two two episodes later, he's these women are teaching him how to fight, and he's like putting on the makeup and do this. Yeah, show. like you know. They they constantly present like a like an issue and break it mm-hmm. down in in such a simple way, and it's like, hey, here's a here's a thing, that's not that's not great though, kids. Here's how you should really <laughs> look at it. Like we're all we're all we all have something to offer, you know. Like 
Just what a what a what a solid freaking show. Yeah, dude. What's what's really cool too that I never realized, and I think uh, Olivia pointed this out to me, was like how many like creation myths oh, yeah. or like uh, like common religious tropes almost i guess but that might not be the best word <laughs> for this but uh they just like i feel like grab from so many different religions it's really cool like uh what is there there's like ang disappearing for a few days and coming back to fight the fire lord right that's like very christian and then the lion turtle is very there there's oh, there's man. native americans I, I who believe religion. in the is disc it? like that we live on a turtle but there's also i think like hindu I, I can't remember. Yeah, I was gonna say Hindu, there but I'm not few, I mean, sure. There are a few, but it's definitely it's definitely in one, if not more. And then there's like a lot of other stuff that I'm just not remembering, and I feel bad. But <laughs> they bring in so much, and it's very cool. Yeah, well, they bring in a lot of Buddhist stuff too, <laughs> and like Zen Buddhism in particular. Like I, 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 Iroh is a Zen Buddhist, essentially, oh, for sure. as far as I can tell. Like unless I'm like totally getting my my lessons mixed up in my brain, um, he's like that, like. You know, the the art of living a humble life, like you know that that's what that is all about. Just like ins- inspiration or enlightenment will come through work. You just have to be patient, you know, and just continue to to breathe and live. Like you're you you are one piece of this like large cosmic framework. Uh, oh shit! I think. Uh, okay, never mind. We're, we're, so we uh-huh. might actually have to stop. This might have to be our last cast today because the weather here is crazy and the connection is like getting fucked up yeah i'm sorry oh oh that's so really? funny because here's Dude, like it's sunny like, no clouds in the sky like, it's like dark yeah dark, dark, <laughs> rainy sorry if there's like a drop in connection folks uh what was i even saying yeah that that whole idea of like you know he's like i don't know be, being true to yourself but also like you know, because like he he wants to help the Avatar as as much as he wants. Like he's like, yeah, I'm I'm part of the Fire Nation, but but I'm also part of the world. I'm a citizen of the world. Like, and it's you know, you know, my duty to like get my nephew to realize that the world is the way it is. Like, you know, just looking outside of yourself and seeing the perspective of 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 the whole world around you and like your place in it. And that like, again, with that like sort of Buddhist perspective of like we are really kind of part of the same thing if you if you think think of it in a certain perspective and uh god i sound so stupid right now because i'm like losing my train of thought as i say this as i try to wrap it up but basically yeah just just seeing yourself as a piece of a larger whole rather than just an individual on their own trying to like kick it <laughs> that, that like i totally lost my mm-hmm. thing there but yeah, it, we we should maybe we should look into that. We should look at all like <laughs> religious. Um... Oh no, Jacob, I can't hear you. The connection. But what were you saying? <laughs> I missed kind of because of the connection. Oh, I was just saying, um, looking into the religion stuff would be really cool. I feel like there's just a lot there, so it'd yeah. just be like a big dive into. Did you watch a bunch the, of stuff? Uh, Dungeon of Korra stuff at all? I did, I did. Not since freshman year, but I watched it like right after the first time I watched. What did you the think last of that? Because I I wasn't a big fan, and I didn't even finish it honestly, which is not a good thing. You were. I enjoyed it. I thought some of the stories, like maybe weren't as interesting as the last Airbender, but I thought it was still fun to watch, and I thought it was cool how they expanded on all the uh, 
the lore in the world. I thought that was cool. I felt like they just really dived into Yeah, they kind of like dived set into up that this stuff. really neat universe and then they're like, all right, here it is later. Yeah, I don't know what it was that I didn't love about it, but it just it didn't have the same charm. Yeah. It definitely has a different Yeah. feel to it, but I think that's really cool because I feel like that sets up the fact that, you know, Korra is a different person. She's not Aang, you That know? is very true. I, I feel like I should go back and watch it all again now. Um and like actually finish it too with with the Mm hmm previous season in mind. I feel like I tried to do that a while ago, like a few years ago, um, before I went to school. I just didn't love it. Like I liked the first few episodes. I kinda liked her. I thought she was neat, but like there were parts of it where I was like, uh, you guys are kinda grabbing at like you guys are definitely trying to play off of Like, what was so cool about that world is it was so unique and encapsulated within itself. And it, like, really understood its boundaries. And, like, it, yeah, that's a, that's a planet. That, that's, like, a place. And then, you know, it almost, this is going to sound, you know, people can call me crazy, but it, it almost felt like Legend of Korra was, like, new people on the block. Yeah, it, it's the same place, but it's, it's different. And, and it, you know... They were, they were, you know, they, they had all the technology and stuff, and, like, it, yes, it was the same planet, but it felt so different, and, and not in a way that I really enjoyed, because, because when they would go back to do, like, oh, well, I've got my polar dog, you know, ob obviously, the animals in the other one were, like, ridiculous, I mean, come on, vulture wasps, that was fucking the stupidest thing ever, Dude, the turtle duck. yeah, like, like, <laughs> I love the turtle. Well, they they're actually they're pretty sweet, you know, like that was silly, but like it was established so early, and it, obviously it's established in Legend of Korra. But like whenever they would do that, like whenever they'd show a new thing or this, or it's like it, it's like it could have just it's very likely just me and like nostalgia just being like, uh, you're trying to grab back at something you did, and it's just not exactly the same. Like I, I almost wish I don't know I. I I'm going to go, with all that being said, take that with a grain of salt, because I'm going to go back and watch it and see if that changes my mind with, like, a fresh, try to give it, like, a fresh look. Mm -hmm. I'd recommend, yeah, trying to get through it. It's, yeah, it for sure is different, but I still enjoyed it. I thought it was some cool stuff. One of the, one of the things, you know what I think it really is, is... When I was a kid, like, I played a lot of, like, you know, adventure RPGs and stuff. Mm hmm Going from point A to point B, you know, and, and a lot of those first few seasons are just, is just Aang traveling around with his friends, you know, the whole group. I mean, it's not even like Aang is like the, like, I know Aang's like the protagonist, but it's, it's really, it's Aang, Sokka, and Katara at Toph, you know? Yeah. They're all, like, the characters. And I think what I what I loved about it was just like exploring that world with it. Not that we don't do that in Legend of Korra, I guess. A lot of it takes place in that city. As far as like I mean Mm hmm Yeah, that's I think they do go to the spirit world a lot, maybe in the second season. Yeah, I remember that, like when it's like break breaking through. That was pretty interesting. Yeah. That was one that like they do try to explore like the origins of the Avatar. I guess Yeah, that's kinda cool. which I thought was awesome. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. I guess, yeah, they kind of, I guess they explored the world, but in a different way. It's more like, what, how did this world, like, start out, kind of, like, what made it this way? Yeah. Rather than, here's everything going on. And... See, here's, this might be me projecting, because, like, 
I don't because I don't know how I feel about that. Like that is pretty cool. And but another part of me wants to say like, well, I didn't need to know that. But then another part of right, me, I was gonna say it's. I think it's very cool from like a lore building standpoint. Yeah. And it's maybe not like the best way to tell a story, but like to certain people, I think it is a very interesting. See that that's my thing. Um, I I think it was cool to explore, but again, like that's what I'm saying is like this might just be me. It was cool to explore, but it felt tacked on because it's like, hey. You know, you could have done that the first season. He been he went there a lot. Like he could have figured that out in the first season, and then we would already know about it coming right. into this. It almost felt like retroactively, uh, hey, here's how it started. That's they fair. were still cool um, looking episodes, so it's it's hard to like. Actually... I I kind of like how they did it though, because I feel like then like the last Airbender focused a lot on the story and like the people. So I think like they just did a very good job with that. So I'm like glad they didn't like throw any extra stuff in. And then I guess, yeah, The Legend of Korra, I wouldn't say is as good, but I still enjoyed it. But uh, I think it was cool that they were able to then explain all this stuff and you were able to see it. But I guess it may have been at the, like, made it harder for people to enjoy The Legend of Korra. I, I just think I would have liked The Last Airbender less if they threw stuff in like that. You're you're spinning, you, you know, you're cutting out a little here, but I'm catching most of what you're saying. And, oh, and you're sorry. spinning me. No, that's, that's entirely <laughs> not your, it's the weather. The weather on my end. <laughs> this for us but then you're making me want you're spinning me over to the side of of watching it again uh and and you're you know you're you're warning my my sympathy here for it <laughs> you, you know well because like to be to be perfectly honest i never really actually like you know there's some people i know that are like fuck that show it's nothing like the original i never felt that way i i just i wasn't as in love with it as i was with the other one because it it, mm-hmm. it just felt weird it felt like a strange you know it was like familiar but also very alien um yeah but i'll give it i'll give it more i'll give it more thought and watch it again let's take a quick break here and like catch our breath collect our thoughts and then we'll wrap this one up and rock on cool that sounds good awesome back from the break hello everyone jacob we talked about avatar we talked about toads and snakes. It's been a wild ride. Oh my god, did I lose you again? No, <laughs> I got you. Sorry, I thought you were going somewhere. I was nope. <laughs> waiting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, the connection's a, a big a big thing here. The internet is really is really screwing us. It's really it's really donking our day up. Man, dude, you know I don't know. Av- Avatar really took up like my whole brain there. I don't I don't know where to go now. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what we've been doing? Mm-hmm, Jacob, mm-hmm. we've been playing a lot of uh, flipping Terraria lately. Oh, we have. Not, yeah, not we have. too much, but uh, they got us. Well, not so much lately. We did for a while, and then we kind of got into other stuff, but it's still there. It's still there. It's still there. And you know what's really interesting about that? We're kind of like the Avatar. Like, if we're going to go off of Avatar again, we're kind of like the Avatar times two you know oh yeah for sure i can even control the rain dude in in interior exactly we are gods (laughs) we are gods of our world there that game is so much fun that game's been around forever but like fuck dude oh i was playing last night with my brother and uh we were doing some exploring and i died i was back at our little house and then he accidentally summoned the eye of cthulhu (laughs) while i was trying to like make a sword nice 
Fuck. Oh my god, it was stressful. That's, that's the best. We, beat, we fucking ended up killing them. I don't know yes. how. That was a huge surprise to me. But... Dude, professionals. Oh, well, you're playing on. Oh, for Are sure. You normal? Or did you put it up on Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know how to switch it to hard mode uh, without, without making a whole new world. Oh, well, if you have a Thorium mod, uh, you can make the, the, like, I think, like, Calamitous Spirit or something. Uh, I forget what you need. Oh. Wrathful Spirit, I think is what it's called. I'll look it up. Terraria Wrathful Spirit. Wrathful Potion. That's what it is. Oh, no, that's not what it is. Whatever. The point is, it's a modded <laughs> item that you can make, and it will push the world into expert, or, or yeah, expert mode. Antagonizing Spirit. That's what it's called. Mm. It is... Yeah, enrages all reality, making it a lot harder to deal with. If you wanted, you could go grab those materials out of our world and just... In fact, I think I made a backup that I could just give your character and you could go into your world. And oh. If you have all... Yeah, if you have Thorium and stuff installed, you should be good. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. That'd be cool. Absolutely, man. That game is so much fun. We started playing that because of the, the quarantine. Because we both... Up until, like, a few weeks ago, I wasn't doing anything. Because, like, I, like, lost all my work and just have been sitting mm -hmm. at home <laughs> um, making costumes and hanging out. And so I had this, like, obsession with making... I was like, well, let me, let me make, like, a universe. Let me make a game world for myself and my friends to play in. And I went through a bunch of different games. And then in the back of my mind, I was, I was like, well, I've got Terraria. I've got Terraria. Well, I can always fall back on Terraria. I don't know why I didn't just go Terraria off the bat. <laughs> I felt so much. <laughs> I spent so much time. To... What were you? What were you thinking about before that? Because I remember you only talked to me about Terraria at first. That was like the first thing you talked. About. It's because it was the one I settled on. <laughs> I. Uh, <laughs> you would have had to buy any of the other games. They would have been. They, I mean, you had to buy Terraria, but it, uh. there would have been a lot more. Uh, I had other people in mind as well to join us, but life is futile. Mm -hmm. Uh was the first one I thought of. I got that game for free, like, fucking, in 2015. So, a long-ass time ago. Uh, not long-ass mm -hmm. time ago, but... Um, when I went to PAX, uh, PAX East, I got it for free. Basically, okay, so... <laughs> whenever I go to a convention, I'm like, what free shit can I get? Like, what can I just grab? Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't have any fucking money. I spent all my money on the ticket and the costume. What, what can I just snag when I'm in here? And, oh, for sure. Yeah, and a lot of indie development, you know, a, game, a convention like PAX, you know, it's about video games. You know, video games and comics. Or, well, like online comics. I mean, was it the Penny Arcade Expo? You know, Penny Arcade was a webcomic and a, a bunch of other things. But the video games are the focus. I think that Penny Arcade was like a video game-based webcomic by these two dudes. Um, it was okay. It was, you know, my brothers read it in high school. They liked it. But, uh, indie developers go there with, with, with their games and stuff. And sometimes, you know, they'll do, like, promotional offers and get a free thing. The guys doing Life is Feudal, they're talking about, you know, I, I, I see this booth out of nowhere. This big, cool booth. And it's like, hey, come, come take a picture with us. If you post it on our Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, uh, you know, we'll send you a free copy of the game. And it was it was uh, it was in early access, like it was in development at that point. And so you know, we we go there, we take a picture. You know, they make all these, they have 
um it, it's a it's a very very low like there's no magic but it's a it's a fantasy world it's not even really a fantasy world it's well i think the story if there fucking is one um is fantastical like i think it's supposed to be like oh the gods destroyed our world so we're living in a new one but it, it basically it's like central europe northern europe and 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 eastern europe those are like the aesthetics you know um and they roll them into you know there's like three different races that you can be i I do air quotes there they're just humans with like you could be a slobbered or a uh fucking cord i can't remember the names of them legitimately it just determines how your armor looks (laughs) like that's literally all it does is (laughs) <laughs> I think some of them have different base starting stats. Like, some of them are better at masonry than others, but whatever. Yeah, the game sucked. It fucking sucked ass. It was so, so, so bad. Um, and people love that game, though. It has a very, like... Dude, that game is the most bizarre, like, phenomena I've come across. Like, so first of all, okay, so we got it. We took the picture with the knights. They were all dressed up as the three different, you know, Eastern European knight, Central European knight, nor- like, far Northern European knight you know, slightly different armor variations. Real cool. I got to wear a helmet. It was neat. Um, and we got a free game. Dang. Dude. Like, yeah, well, <laughs> hold on. It was cool. My brother Zach and I tried to play it, and it fucking sucked donkey dick. It was, like, so complicated. <laughs> it was hyper, hyper complicated. It was supposed to be really, it was supposed to be really, really real- realistic. The, the whole gimmick for the game is it's multiplayer. It's a true, feudal, medieval world. The highest tier of equipment you can make is like iron or steel, uh, and then you know you spend a lot of the, the time as like you know using like stone age type weapons. Uh, you, you you know it takes for takes forever. Like you could only level certain skills. Like if you want to level a skill, you have to also be losing. You have to choose skills to lose experience in, so that like you have a certain amount. You could change it on the server, but you have like you know the base idea is like you have a certain amount of experience points that you can you can use and generate and you have to choose which path to it's kind of like you know oblivion or something like that where like you know you pick your major and minor skills but in this it's locked you can change it around but like you can't be a jack of all trades that's the whole point is like you can't you have to like if you're going to be a metallurgist like if you're going to be a blacksmith you have to only study that oh interesting. Uh, the problem is yeah very very difficult yeah i bet (laughs) yeah very very finicky really clunky control scheme like it sucked and we just never played it and then on a whim because of the virus i was like maybe i'll give this another shot and I, i fell in love with it like they changed it all it's a lot more simple and something about it was like really obsessed with it like i really liked the idea of like yeah it's so realistic like you know, I could make a server and have so much control. Like, like you know, there are mods you can put in, like, NPCs. You can, you can create, like, questing mods and stuff. I was like, oh, I will just make a fantasy world for myself and my friends to hang out in. No. That is not what happened, dude. It sucked. <laughs> it was, like, it was the most convoluted. You, you have to know how to fucking, like, you have to work, know how to work with, like, Maya and all this other, like, weird stuff and, like, all this, like, there was like these very esoteric, you know, like I would go to this guide and they talk about stuff. They'd use all this jargon, and I'm like, 
I don't know what this means. And then come to find out, it's like, yeah, you have to know how to like make, you know, how, you have to know how to like run a fucking server, like base, just as like a, like as a coder, like engineer, like you have to be like a software engineer oh, wow. to run this. It comes out of the box. Like you can host a server, but like if you want to run a dedicated permanent server, like people are saying, like get another computer and set that up in your basement and dedicate that and leave it. It's like, what? What? Wow. Dude, there's all this shit. There's, and every tutorial I found was different. Every tutorial I found was different. Like one guy's had like four steps, another guy's was like a half hour. You know, it turned into an eight-hour day of just like, you know, I'm sitting here being like, well, I got nothing else to do. Like, I'll try to figure this out, and then, and then that way, I'll have this cool world for me, and my friends, to like adventure around in. the The appeal was that I would have like all this control over it. Like, we could really make our own like fantasy world. I'm a fucking idiot. Like, I don't know why I thought it <laughs> was gonna happen. This game is overly complicated. It's like it has a such a dedicated fan base, though. Like, the amount of time you've got to put in that game, like. You have to be insane. Like, like these people were working like, you know. Uh, oh, sorry, my jaws. Like, um, I'm I'm playing. I'm on quarantine time. I got nothing going on. O- on a normal day, though, like there's no way I can play that game. Like, the people I see playing it, like they are at fucking work. On uh, they have this installed on their work computers, and they're like logging in while they're at work. Like, you have to play that game twenty four fucking seven. Like. If you have land, like, first of all, if you're on a server, you have to claim a spot of land for yourself. Otherwise, your shit will just deteriorate into oblivion, or people can take all your stuff. So you set up a claim, but you have to put gold on the claim to keep it. You have to keep sacrificing gold. Uh, and in order to make gold, you gotta, like, you know, sell shit and get shit. And in order to sell and get shit, you gotta play. Fucking, you gotta grind. And in order to grind, you need to have, like, a little spot of land to grind on. Mm-hmm. And while you're grinding, you're losing that land constantly. And so, like, you, it's like this race. Like, you can't... Uh, unless you go in there with a group of, like, six friends and you start a guild or join a guild, it's not happening. I, I, I'm in a Discord server for one of the servers I tried to play on. <clears throat> and I see updates there all the time. And I'm like, every every hour of the day, it's just like, people are in there. And I'm like, man... I, I, when things get back to normal, you know, I can play this game now, but when things go back to normal, there's no fucking way I'm going to be able to commit to this. <laughs> it's like a full-time job. It's crazy. So, sorry for, like, the total tangent, but, like, that, the, the, like, look that game up. It's, it's bizarre. Because, like, people freaking love that game. Mm-hmm. And the people that play it, like, play the, it to death, and they love the hell out of it. But, like, it's got to be the smallest group of people. And if you go on the actual website to look up their tutorials and walkthroughs on stuff, it's the most outdated, like, the, 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 de- the developers of this game, they just don't give a fuck about what their fan base has. They're just <laughs> making what they want. I love that. That's so great. They, 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 re- they really are. And the fans just deal with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like, that, that really speaks to the type of people that play this game. You know, people that just let things fucking happen and don't care and have nothing better to do with their time. That sounds really mean <laughs> and negative, and, and to some extent it is. I don't mean for it to sound that mean, but like, yeah, I, I, you know, there's nothing, you know, if you like life is futile, rock on. Like, you know what? You're a badass because that game requires so much dedication. And if you're able to do that, like, 
kudos, man. You know, if you can manage your time to really kick ass in that game and like live your life, you're a fucking rock star. <laughs> like, because unless I just suck, like I must just be terrible. Because like it just takes forever to get anything leveled up, and like I'll spend six hours and be like, "Wow, I made a shack." <laughs> like, <laughs> I made a shack. It took me an entire day to make a shack. I don't even want to fucking play anymore. And I log back in. I'm like, what do I even do? Like, I made my shack. Like, you know. game, that game is fun if you have a lot of friends. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But I wasn't going to make you buy that shit. No way. That's why I settled on Terraria. Terraria, you know, Terraria is full of crap. Mm hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> you don't have to look that hard to just find shit to do in Terraria. That's why I settled on Terraria. I was like, it's simple, it's a lot cheaper. Uh, so much more control, like actually control. You know, you can yeah. set the server up however you want. Mm -hmm. You know, it's already got NPCs in there. Like that—that that was the thing. Like if if you if you myself and some other people decided to make a life as server, it would just be the four of us running around mm -hmm. trying to figure it out. It wouldn't be as fun. It's like a super complicated Minecraft, like wildly complicated, just because it takes so long to do stuff. And everything's like made up of certain things. But then you know, some some people change their servers. Like like if you're making a dedicated server, you have so much. You can literally make it whatever you want. Yeah. And some people like they make it so you can become a jack of all trades, stuff like that. But dude, that game is insane. <laughs> I, I, that was on my list of topics. Was just like I'm just gonna talk about this insane. <laughs> like you know, again, like I, I don't mean to sound like a dickhead. And I totally do to anybody who really enjoys that game. <laughs> but like, I just, I don't see like, oh, I don't know. I can't really say that because I, I was interested in trying to play it. You know, like mm -hmm. I thought it'd be really cool. But, but like, what no, about uh, no. Kenshi? Isn't that? Kenshi Kenshi's entirely different. Oh, okay. I thought it was Kenshi's similar though because it's, uh, you just got to grind for a while. Yeah. Well, so that, that's the thing. Life is Feudal is a 100% sandbox. You have to invent everything oh like you have to create your own story can she can she doesn't have a main quest like there's the, you make up your own story in kenshi but the guy who made it populated that world with so many npcs so many like like a really rich complicated geopolitical environment and like a super cool complex like so that game is fucking awesome that game is an, an entirely different animal okay that game you can literally do whatever you want uh just like just like life is futile in terraria it's a it's a lot more difficult and it is a grind but it's a single player experience and it's designed to be a single player experience life is futile is based on the concept that you're gonna go in there with because there's the mmo like the, the mmo i think was the the main game that that's what they really care about the single player experience like because you can make a private server for yourself or your friends they don't care so much about that the MMO is, like, they just restarted it recently, like, completely destroyed it all and, and overhauled it again. Um, the MMO has got, like, 10,000 people on it, and it, well, it's a capacity of, like, 10,000 people, and it, it's, like, it's a giant active map full of a bunch of people. That That's where that game is supposed to shine, because it has a fully player-based economy, and it's, like, you know, it, it's one of those sandboxes. Where it's one of those old old school style MMO sandboxes like Star Wars Galaxies, where it's just like, no, it's entirely up to the players. The players have all the power. 
and they will just do what they want in this world. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we'll create the rules and the physics of this environment, and then they go nuts. Uh, that's where that game shines. It's supposed to shine. I should have jumped on when they restarted the MMO. Now, now I like I must sound like a total like Dingleberry, but like I logged into the MMO not long ago, and it was like a shit fest. There's no land anywhere. There, no, nothing, and it was empty. It was empty. There was not a soul in sight. And I ran around a bunch, got killed, and and yeah, a wolf ate me. And I was like, wow, I I spent nearly three hours running around a map full of shit that like no resources, no, you know, it was, it was a shit show. Uh, you, you know, the, there's like a way into that game, and I just can't find it. Uh, but Ken, Kenshi is like a whole other animal. Uh, because yeah, it's a single player experience, and and the whole game is based around that. So like full of NPCs, and you know, it's got like infrastructure. Not that Life is Feudal doesn't, it's just that the infrastructure is by the players, and so like, I feel like if you're not like in a guild, or like already have a group of people, you know, it's, it's like real life, like if you're just dumped into a city on your own, with nothing, you're gonna be fucked. <laughs> That's kind of Life is Feudal. You, you jump into the server with nothing, not, not even a friend, you know. So, and, and then to that, it's like, I should be more affable, and friendly, but I don't have the patience. <laughs> I'd rather, uh, I'd rather just play Terraria with someone I'm already friends with, you know? Oh, for sure. That was my, uh, <laughs> that's my fucking life is beautiful rant. <laughs> <laughs> I just talked about that for like 20 minutes. Uh, Jacob, any interesting, any interesting, like, stories to share? How's your Penn State studying going? Aren't you going to Penn State? I am going to Penn State, dude. Ugh. Ah! Ah! Dude, it's uh, it's not the funnest thing, but I don't know. It's nice to like, <laughs> uh, like relearn some stuff I learned in undergrad. Um, yeah, I try to do like. Uh, I told you about the the like qualifying exam, right? And they have a bunch of like the old ones online. Yeah, you've, been, you've been doing like the old, yeah. Yeah, I've just been kind of really clever. Slowly working my way through them. Yeah, the tough thing is though, they don't have solutions, so. Um, oh, that makes it a little. How do you check? Yourself? Oh, I don't. <laughs> a lot of googling. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, I was gonna say, like, you just are like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's okay. it's tough. It's not the funnest thing, but I do kind of enjoy having like puzzles to do in a way, you know. I try to think about it in that sense. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. I just got a weird email. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of classes, I signed up for a graphic designs course. You graphic mentioned course that you were taking that earlier. How's that going? Well, I thought it was going well. Because <laughs> um, that's what the email's about. Oh. So at 10, I was 10 minutes late. I was 10 minutes late. I woke up really late this morning and I made my breakfast and I was like, well, I didn't know how the class was going to work. So I was like, okay, I'll just I'll pop in when, when I'm ready. Uh, you know, try not to be too, too, too late. And then, uh, you know, I'm eating my breakfast, and I'm like, oh, shit, it's like 10 a.m. And uh, I get an email. It's like 10.10 as I'm finishing my breakfast. I get an email saying, hey, you're late. Your, your, your instructor's waiting on you. I was like, oh, shoot. I'm like one-on-one with someone. So I roll in there. It sounded pre-recorded. This woman was just talking, mm-hmm. and it moved so swiftly. It was really good. Like, there's a lot of info in there. But I just got an email now saying, and again, this was Saturday at, you know, today it's Saturday, dating the episode, 10 a.m. 
It's now three. Hi, Quentin. This is William. I just want to check in because I noticed you've missed your class on Saturday at 10 a.m. When the class ended, it said, thank you for attending. Hmm. You've taken the first step. Thank you for... I don't know what this is, man. Oh, that's weird. You can probably clarify that pretty easily. Do you get, like, docked um, if you... I have no idea. I'm terrified because since I've enrolled in this, it's continuously told me that my enrollment is messed up. But every time I log in and, and go and check it, it's completely fine. Oh, that's really weird. So I feel like... Yeah, I have a feeling there's some weird doubling up here. And, and they think I'm... I don't know. Like, I, maybe I have two accounts by accident. Hmm. RSVP for your next class. Yes, I can attend. I did all... Sorry. It's total sidetrack on you. I just scared myself. Oh, no worries. No worries. What? Okay. Go on. <laughs> Sorry. I totally sidetracked you. You're telling me about studying oh, yeah. for exams. Um, yeah, I've just been thinking of it as, like, puzzles to do almost you know it's like well how do i how do i get through this problem oh yeah fact checking yourself mm-hmm. yeah lots of googling i have all my notes from undergrad so trying to open that up and you know decipher what i wrote <laughs> yeah you know jacob jacob here is a is a math man and i'm a i'm a drawy man <laughs> i'm a color man I'll have to figure this thing out later. I'm sorry. I, oh, no I, worries. No yeah, worries. This is the problem when we. This is the problem we do the podcast remotely. Is I have such thing, and when I have my little web browser in front of me, I'm like, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. well, this was a kind of chaotic ending show. Yeah. <laughs> we kind of went like all over the place. <laughs> I, I ranted about a dumb game. We talked about your brave, very briefly. <laughs> your. Uh, your class stuff, and then I and then I interrupted you with my thing about Shaw Academy. Partway through the class, they sent me a review. How would you rate this course? And I gave them like a three, because I was like eight minutes into the class, and I was like, I literally haven't learned yet. <laughs> like, <laughs> but but by the end of it, like I had known all the shit, and I was like, save the review to the end, guys. I would have given you like an eight at least. Like the, the ending <laughs> of the lesson was so informative. Fun stuff. We could talk about that. But I think this is the end. Yeah. I'm going to go for a bike ride.